0: Thank you for joining me for the Vampire Talk Show. I'm your host, Valaine. Val to my friends. My roommate discovered my coffin under the concrete floor of the basement in her new house and woke me up from a hundred year nap. Now, I'm reconnecting with old friends, making new ones, and of course, making a podcast. I am so excited for the show tonight. We have a wonderful guest. But first, let's chat about Reefer. Before my big nap, Reefer, or pot, or weed, or grass, or whatever people call it now, was highly (laughs) illegal and looked down upon. We were told that it would quite literally drive you mad and ruin your life. Imagine my surprise when walking around town just days after waking and I see pot leaves and bright neon hanging in dispensary windows. The very air is thick with the pungent scent in almost every city you go to now. It's legal. Not just legal, but medicinal. Now, I had a toke or two back in the dark days of reefer madness. I did not go mad, nor did I ruin my life. I had a bit of today's weed and good gracious. How different it hits. Apparently the drug has been bioengineered into the best strains possible. But my favorite thing is that you don't even have to smoke anymore. Gone are the unladylike gagging and coughing while trying to maintain a cool exterior to your rotation circle. Now one can partake in edibles. A tiny little gummy and 45 minutes later you're feeling just delightful. Now, seeing as I cannot have any human food, my edible is Allie, my producer and roommate. She'll take an edible, and then we'll sit on the couch and put on Antiques Roadshow, and I will take about mm, a pint from her. The next thing you know, we are astonished every appraisal and convey as much with a subdued whoa and cool. Another favorite genre of television while high on drugs is vampire films. Yes, I know, it's very vain of me. There are a lot of films that I have to catch up on, but I think my favorite so far is The Vampire Lovers, a 1970s erotic horror. The main vampire is a woman. It is very feminine and very gay, and I love it. Apparently, Allie was obsessed with the movie as a teenager and had a very big impact on her life. No wonder why she doesn't mind me as a roommate. Anyway, I digress. I love the reefer and I'm so glad it's legal and now widely accepted. It makes one wonder what is now taboo and will be widely accepted in a hundred years. I would love to know what you think on the topic. Write or tweet me, won't you? Tonight's guest is a generally misunderstood creature. It's none other than the winged weirdy of Fall City, Nebraska. Hello, my darling. How are you?
1: Oh, so- wow. It's uh, <laughs> I have to say I'm a little nervous. It's a huge honor to be here. Big fan of the show. Uh, oh. And you. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you so much, darling. I appreciate it. Now, I did just give out your title. Do you have, like, a oh. name that you wish for me to call you?
1: Yeah, I go by Tyler. My friends call me Tyler.
0: Tyler, that's a very yeah. nice name. I know quite a few Tylers. I met them at the gym. Um, oh. yes, uh, Tyler, tell me, um, do you partake in the reefer?
1: Oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yes. it's it's a it's a real staple for uh, my kind. Uh, you know, being a winged weirdy, you know, I'm always flying high, and it just kind of stables me out. It makes me feel confident in my own body, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, sometimes I find just when i I don't have a little bit of a THC, uh, you know, coursing through my blood. Uh, we, we, we kind of have different delivery services as you drink the blood to uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: get high. I, I smoke it, like, just kind of a, you know, pedestrian. But, um, yeah, it seems to just make me feel comfortable with my own skin. It kind of clears my thoughts. And, uh, boy, food does taste good after it.
0: <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the munchies. Um, Luckily, Allie has very good munchies. And so whenever I am partaking... Of her, she tastes of Sun Chips and Twizzlers, and it's magnificent. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do love a good munchie.
1: Mm-hmm, me too. Especially, I love those Sun Chips to the Harvest Cheddar.
0: Oh, oh, hello. Oh, that is my favorite flavor, uh, above all else. Uh, garden Salsa is okay, but it uh, gives me heartburn. Um, yeah, I'll do it in
1: a pinch. I'll do it in a pinch, but, you know.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming all the way to our studio today. Um, at, What? is your wingspan i mean it looks you look quite large here
1: yeah so using uh kind of like the typical uh american uh metrics um not metric system uh, no system americans hate the metric
0: system yeah we
1: don't like we don't do that I, I get my countries confused i'm sorry i'm not so familiar with earth uh, but uh <laughs> so like my, my my wings you know they tend to be about 14 feet long
0: Wow. Does that make sense to Yes. You?
1: But what you know, what makes me different from a lot of the other uh flying wing humanoids you hear about is that these are not organic wings. Really? These are not part of my body. This <gasps> is a shoulder harness. Wow. As you can see, I got a little doohickey here. Oh, that's like a yes. you know it looks like one of your old nineteen fifties computers with some knobs, you know. Uh yes. I, I turn hair, it kind of ignites my wings a little bit. No, this is a shoulder harness. You know, the wings are actually made of like a some kind of fractal leather
0: wow oh i was going to say like when i saw the thing on your chest i thought it was a fashion statement of some kind but it's functionality as well how mm-hmm. wonderful um so how high can you fly can you fly as high as a butterfly
1: oh yeah much higher in fact yeah i mean i could break earth's atmo pretty easy uh, i can show you after the show if you want it really is you don't even see it happen. It's kind. Of, I I materialize in different places if I want to. By turning one of these down. See now you can't see me. Oh, oh, yeah. Hello. I'm in a super spectral realm. You can't see me with your your light prism right now. Oh, no, but here I am again. Oh, there, so uh, oh. yeah.
0: My goodness, my heart. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost started beating again. Um, <laughs> my goodness, wow, that is fascinating. I I think that that is. Just terrifying to think of, mm-hmm. because uh, I, I any sort of human that might see you might think of you almost as a ghost since you would be, yeah kind of disappearing and reappearing almost right. in that sort of realm. Um, have you have you scared a human or two?
1: I think every time I make myself uh, appear in, you know, your field of vision, uh, the, what the, you know, the homo sapien can see with your rods and codes, which are very limited, I think it does startle people, unfortunately. And that's why I don't make myself appear very because, you know, I, the, the first time people ever heard of me was in 1957 mm-hmm. in a place called Falls City, Nebraska. It's just in the southern part of uh, nor, in, uh, the southern part of uh, the, the east part of Nebraska mm-hmm. along the Missouri River. Anyways, a guy named Mr. Hanks was driving back to town one day. He looks up and I'm having problems flying because there were was some kind of electoral interference. And so I, my wings were bobbing. This man, he was paralyzed in fear. It scared, scared him to death, scared the dickens out of him. And finally I got back on course and I flew away and it became kind of a, you know, famous case, case that like guys like John Keel wrote about Jacques oh. Ballet. So, you know, I, it kind of became quasi famous for that, but you know, I didn't like scaring people because what people don't really understand is that I'm just a nice
0: guy. I mean, you definitely seem like a nice guy. I, I don't understand why people feel so violently towards things that they don't understand like we were yeah. just talking to a hopkinsville goblin last week and poor thing gets guns pulled on him all the time um and it's it's so sad it's if people yeah. would just take the time to get to know a cryptid or something other than themselves i i believe uh the world would be a nice place for cryptids yeah. to, be able to come out and be who they are and and whatnot but you know, well, you humans know, are so, I flawed. know,
1: I know yeah. a couple, I know three Hopkinsville goblins. In fact, one of them is my pickleball partner partner.
0: Oh, fantastic. Pickleball. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and let me co- tell you, you've gotten onto yeah. that fad. Have you?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. We're, we're pretty hip, you know, from the, you know, being in the super spectrum. So a lot of these ideas and these fads and trends kind of come our way first. So actually y'all are late to the party on the pickleball <laughs> and the reefer. We've been doing that oh <laughs> since before the big bang great what, stuff
0: what's the name of your pickleball team
1: uh we our name are the superchargers we wanted Super it to be Chargers. a really cool name so
0: the superchargers yes it feels like uh your logo should have like you know flames and electricity coming off of it and and that sort of thing do you guys have t-shirts
1: yes and that's exactly what the the graphic looks like in fact i wish i had some for you we have beer koozies we have t-shirts we got hoodies oh. we even have like a little uh you know you could buy a, the tattoo of it and have the your your local artist put it right on you
0: wow that's i i love a good tattoo especially fan tattoos um, yeah oh yes indeed um oh wow so how is your pickleball team doing like are you what? winning where are we in the season
1: yeah, you know, the reality of the situation is, well, you know, we're playing against some really tough competitors this season. Uh, you know, we're doing well. I think we had higher hopes because we got to the semifinals of the all-crypted conference uh, tournaments. And, you know, so we, the really a target was on our back this season. And we're kind of falling a little bit short. We're still in the ring. We'll probably make the playoffs. But, you know, we're kind of an underdog at this point. So doing fine, but, you know, Kind of had higher hopes if I'm being honest.
0: Fantastic. Well, I would love to come to a game. Um you said it was uh in a different dimension? It's in, yeah, it's
1: in the super spectrum.
0: Oh, the super spectrum. Yes, yes. I yeah. yes, I'm I'm well aware of the super spectrum. I went to a hockey game there um yeah. between Banshees and uh the uh Lake Monsters, which was Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Two great competitors.
0: I know. Oh, my goodness. It was a bloodbath, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> the reason you go to hockey games is for the fights. Well, who is more volatile than banshees and lake monsters?
1: No one, I don't think.
0: <laughs> so, um, so your wings are not organic and nope. you are humanoid. What is yeah. your species? You don't identify as human, do you?
1: No, not at all. Uh, we really don't have a name for ourselves. So, like, if you take the wings off me, I'm just a nine foot tall, like, dude with a bunch of saggy, leathery skin with piercing blue eyes and some kind of talons for feet, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm a lot more than that. The wings really are part of who we are. So yes. my wings come from my great, 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 great They were his wings and they're passed down, t- passed down to you. So, actually, after about, uh, you know, six lifetimes of being nursed by your mama, you are finally given the set of wings and to go fly away.
0: Oh, well, that's lovely. Almost I like love a this. vision quest. Oh, a vision quest, yes. It's so an
1: initiation of sorts.
0: Yes. Um. So, you go out into the wilds of Nebraska and yeah. do your trial, so to speak. Um. How was your trial? Was it harrowing? Was it um, pleasant? Was it? any i mean it, if you can talk about it i don't know yeah well thing. it
1: was you know it was confusing it was uh, discombobulating if i'm being totally honest because you're kind of just thrown out there to the wolves a little bit and honestly uh planet earth is not a very friendly place especially if you're a different kind of uh, looking creature like myself but uh, i quickly adapted to the language find it kind of fun i think english actually sounds pretty good uh i speak all the languages of the world really if you know i could prove it to you but i feel like you don't need me to
0: no no but, not at all. <laughs> um
1: yeah 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 you believe me but you know it, 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 there was a learning curve like in fact i i went and i tried to buy uh what you guys call a, a beverage called beer right and mm-hmm. i went to buy some uh bud dry they called it and they said i didn't have an identification and then they said they didn't serve my kind here and so Oh. that kind of hurt my hurt my feelings so i had to figure out how to feed myself you know i wasn't allowed to go into any uh, kentucky fried chickens or olive gardens or taco Bell's, <laughs> all the places that look quite delicious to me mm-hmm. so i had to kind of forge for food myself and it, 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 you know now i get it it's fine I'm, everything's good but you know always looking for more acceptance
0: oh absolutely yes um I- when it comes to trying to be among the humans and trying to be like them, um, it's it's difficult, and also getting in the head of a human is so boring if you think about it. It's you know uh oh I have to get up and and go to the grocery store or I have to you know uh wash my car uh yeah. I have to you know uh, go to the bank whatever humans do you know. Yeah. It's boring to me if you think about it. Sounds like a drag, yeah. It does. I mean, flying high over, you know, the wilds of Nebraska on these mechanical wings of yours that have been passed down for generations. That sounds way more fun than being a human.
1: It doesn't suck, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm having a pretty good time with it. And especially right along the Missouri River, plenty of reefer grows naturally, so I don't have to pay for it. Or meet some kind of like weird uh, reefer dealer in a parking lot of a grocery store. Like, you know, those uncomfortable things humans got to do if they don't have a legal option. Uh, So, you know, there's plenty of benefits. Uh, uh, Flying is nice. I can sleep when I fly, which is great. So I don't actually have to have a bed. So my overhead is really low. I don't have to have a job because I just kind of take what I want.
0: Wow. So you can sleep while flying so you put your like wings into like autopilot of some kind and you just hang yeah, well, there i,
1: I just kind of catch a breeze you know what i'm saying and uh Ooh, i gliding. don't really have to flap to yeah it's, yeah exactly it's nice. like a glide situation but i don't have to do a lot of flapping now <laughs> if i wanted to go in a different direction or go down or go up yeah flapping's involved but uh in terms of sleep flying yeah i just kind of like it's not a setting that i actually have on my device uh That's an upgraded version that I sadly don't have the funds for. Save it up for it, though, one day. But, uh, yeah, mine's pretty crude. It it basically just, uh, you know, kind of helps me balance out my my altitude and lets me know when I, you know, it's rudimentary.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, So you're from Nebraska, uh, Mm -hmm. but I imagine you go other places. You have the power of flight. um... Well, yeah,
1: yeah. And when I say I'm from Nebraska, it's like... I'm trying to give you an example and be clear here because it's definitely confusing to a human brain. Not that you were once a human. Obviously, you're elevated from the human form and your undeadness. But it's like I'm – look, the region you would – the human beings would say, oh, you you come – emanate from Nebraska. But really, I'm emanating from a – what John Keel, a guy who wrote about people like me, called the super spectrum. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a place that live. It kind of coincides. I'm really right along the earthly plane, but I'm not at the same time. I come from a different spectrum of color.
0: Gotcha. So
1: I do go in between worlds quite a bit. So while I'm in Nebraska, I would call Nebraska my earthly home. Mm-hmm. It's not really where I originate from or spend all my time, such as my pickleball league that is in the super spectrum.
0: Oh, okay, fantastic. So mm-hmm. w- what is your home like then? Like, where do you spend most of your time?
1: Oh, it's pretty great. Have you ever been to uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota?
0: I have not had the pleasure.
1: Right. Well, it's just kind of like a uh, small mid-range city of like 200,000. It's a pretty small place. Mm. Pretty drab, but we like drab. Mm. It's got a lot of corporate corporate restaurants, which we love. Right. Uh so really, like we kind of modeled it after uh, Sioux Falls. For some reason, the architect was just really enamored by uh, this small town, kind of like a shitty little city. You know, not that I'm saying it's shitty. If you're from Sioux Falls, God bless. I'm I, I, I've been there; it's great. I went to a wedding there once. Super mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Nice people. Had a really nice hamburger there too. But uh, you know, it, it just I guess you know it, it, you know aesthetically that is what. super spectrum was trying to go for kind of a sioux falls vibe
0: yeah it sounds uh simple but um enjoyable as well exactly yes um when it comes to shitty cities i i am i am not um uh a rookie in that um and actually i woke up in a -a shitty city so Mm. um in western maryland um i do love it though i will say um it has all the chain restaurants you can possibly want. Oh. And, uh, but I do have to be careful uh, when feeding in the downtown regions of this city because you do not know what people have taken.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Reefer is fine by me, but I try my best to stay away from methamphetamines, you know?
1: Yes. And there's a lot of fentanyl going out there. I wouldn't want to see anything happen to you, even though you're probably impervious to the hardest drug there is known to man. Still,
0: yeah, it's you not know. fun. I'm gonna say that yeah. it's. I I did have some on accident once, and um, it was uh about a, a week. I was not okay. I was absolutely mm. not okay. And uh, so now I am very picky about where I get my blood from. Um, so I hang around. And you should be. Yes, I hang around gyms. Uh, you know, and uh, that sort of thing because those people are quite healthy. Um. Although I so do- can can I ask you? A,
1: I'm sorry, to yes. ask you, but I have a question. I don't get to talk to vampires very much. <laughs> so the, the 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 quality of the blood is definitely based on the lifestyle of the human, such as they have a diet that is pleasing to you, or they keep to a certain level of fitness. I just, what are some of the parameters of a good tasting pint?
0: So in in, ti- in terms of taste, um, whatever a human has eaten last, uh, that's what I taste in their blood. Mm. Um, so if I'm feeling particular, um, I will simply glamor a human and have them eat a meal that I would love to oh. taste. Um, Olive Garden, by the way, is fantastic. Um, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Um, Agree. But uh, when it comes to the quality of blood, um, I mean, I mostly go to the gym because they have a lot of oxygenated blood and uh-huh. um, it tends to be more robust. And I do it because they recover more quickly than someone yeah. who doesn't go to the gym who might have a more sedentary lifestyle. Now, I do not discriminate and uh, I I will have... Uh, some blood from people who might not have the healthiest lives um their blood is quite rich and that is fine by me it is wonderful um Mm -hmm. and uh i mean before i was a vampire i was not the healthiest person anyway (laughs) so (laughs) i definitely don't do diets and uh, i don't recommend other people do either because You only have one life to live. You might as well eat the damn cookie and eat the stick of butter or the jar of mayonnaise or whatever humans eat now. So, um, yes.
1: We're cut from the same cloth. I'll tell you that much. I agree.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Um, So what does your diet consist of, actually? Like, is it similar to like uh, other humans and, and that sort you of know, thing? Yeah,
1: I'm pretty singular in my uh, what I eat. I found what really works for me is noodles of all shapes and sizes.
0: Oh, I love a good noodle.
1: You know, I'm talking to obviously your classic semolina noodle and angel hair, linguine, fettuccine, maccheroni, panne, rigatoni. All of those really work with a nice red sauce and olive oil based sauce. I can't do that much cream. OK, because I'm a little dairy intolerant, unfortunately. Mm, yeah, I can handle Parm, but, you know, <laughs> eh, it's another story. But in terms of like Asian noodles, yeah, I'll definitely uh, I, I throw those in the mix, too. You got your soba, you got your rice, you got your chow mein, you got your lo mein. Mm-hmm. All those are fair game. Ramen noodles. Since I'm on the go a lot and flying quite a bit, I do a lot of instant ramen. And I found this oh, one yes. brand called Shin Ramen. It's a spicy ramen noodle, and you know a lot of people kind of look at instant ramen, at least especially in America, and say, "Oh, that's just like a uh, college dorm room food, or that's for like poor people or junk." Boy, are they wrong? Because it's not like I just have a simple bowl of ramen. I'm putting a hard boiled egg in there. I'm cutting up some scallions. I'm dressing it up. I put you know if you have some frozen broccoli in your pocket, you throw that in too and get a little veg. So I can really make a meal out of fermented ramen, too. Yes. So, yeah, but I'm pretty much a noodle-based diet.
0: I love that. I love that. Yes, uh, when it comes to ramen noodles, um, which my—so my roommate, Allie, she's vegetarian. Mm. And so ramen noodles to her is, like, a very quick and easy lunch for her. Yeah. She'll She'll put an egg in there for some protein.
1: Yeah.
0: And one of the things that she does that I appreciate, she actually has this sauce that she got from the grocery store. It's oh. Buffalo Wild Wings. Asian zing.
1: Oh, so oh. she
0: will put that on her ramen noodles after it's done, mixes it up and gives it a wonderful just like little kick of spice and it is absolutely stunning. Um So
1: now, this is the kind of uh, information that is really valuable to me because I'm always and I mean always looking for a good condiment to put on top of my ramen. I've been putting chili oil and sriracha on for years and while I love that, oh, This uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And you said it was called a zing sauce.
0: It's called uh, Asian zing. Um, It is a sauce that they they put on their wings and whatnot. But you can buy bottles of it in the grocery store. And uh, and she used to do, like, sriracha and and chili oil and stuff, but... Thing gets heartburned so easily these days,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But the Asian zing has a nice kick to it, it's not too spicy, and she can always, you know, add more if she wants to, sure, mm-hmm. sure,
1: sure. Oh, that sounds absolutely delicious. In fact, I see that there's a bottle behind you. Uh, if yes. I uh, I oh, don't want to be, no, you know, if you,
0: oh, please, buy would means. you mind? It's no, not, not at all. No, we have a whole case of it just oh. in case. Um, yes, because, thank you. Oh, there's oh, a
1: yes. new bottle too. Are you sure?
0: Oh, absolutely, we have like eight or nine more left, so it, it it's totally fine. Yes, well, I right. highly recommend you try it out because it is delightful. Um, You're a very
1: kind vampire. Oh,
0: my pleasure, my pleasure, darling. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, a noodle-based diet, that just sounds like heaven to me. I mean, you, I, I assume you've been to Olive Garden then.
1: Yeah, oh, I love Olive Garden. You know what? Here's the thing about that place. I've been to... I mean, any chain restaurant you can name, I've been there, I've tried to go in, they won't let me in. And when Olive Garden says when you're here, your family, they mean it, because they let me in, they give me the red rope service. Oh. I sit right down, All oh, you can eat breadsticks, All oh, you can eat salad. I'm always buying that salad dressing to take home, too, because I just love it.
0: Oh, yes, so it's tangy so and wonderful, yes.
1: it's ta- It's really tangy and nice.
0: Yes. I absolutely love it. Yes. Uh, we go to Olive Garden probably about once a month. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah. And it's it's just delightful. Um, yeah. Actually, Valentine's Day is coming up. Allie, you are going to take me for Valentine's <laughs> Day, aren't you?
1: <laughs> you should,
0: Allie. Do yes. it. <laughs> She's nodding her head. Anyway, do you have any upcoming plans for travel or anything? Uh considering you don't have to buy any airline tickets or anything like that. Is there anywhere on Earth's plane that you're dying to fly to?
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I have a big vacation planned to a place called Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Okay? And it is a place where I heard they have really cool restaurants. But why? I'm getting a nice hotel there. I I found a place. It's a a branch of the Holiday Inn Mm -hmm. that actually has big beds that can, you know... How's a per you know a, a guy like me? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a large man. I'm a big beast. Oh yes. So I'm going there, but I'm using that as kind of my HQ, which stands for headquarters. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> uh But around the Greensburg, southwestern Pennsylvania area is an area a, a, a patch of mountains called the Chestnut Ridge, and the Chestnut Ridge in 1972 and 73 experienced all kinds of high strangeness. I'm talking cryptids like me, UFOs, apparitions, all kind of weird, weird, weird stuff. I mean, there's a really, it's a famous UFO flap. And there's actually a book called Night Siege by a guy named Stan Gordon, who's a great writer. He wrote about me too. Thank you, Stan. (laughs) Uh, Really nice guy. But what he wrote about is seeing UFOs and Bigfoot in conjunction together. And I find that so fascinating because what a lot of human beings think is that, look, you see a a flying saucer, an orb of there. oh, that's aliens from another planet. Or someone sees a Bigfoot, like, oh, that's just a hairy ape that we haven't discovered yet. Or they see a lake monster, like, oh, there must be a brontosaurus that lives in the water. And we all just laugh on the other (laughs) side because we're like... Y'all were just manifestation manifestations of the same thing. Yeah. And so when so I want to go there and kind of tromp around the land where all this stuff happened where, you know, Bigfoot and UFOs were seen together. Cause I think, oh, the, you know, we know the we we know that really just the same deal and UFOs, you know, give Bigfoot rides all the time. Oh, you know, yes. that's not that's normal to us.
0: Oh yeah. But- no, I I you know, I believe that, you know, uh humans might have picked up a little bit from uh the unknown folks um the high strange entities yeah. and um because you know they do things like Burning Man and Coachella and things like that now and it's just something that all of us mythical creatures mm-hmm. have always done we pick mm-hmm. a place we we check it out and then we party and sometimes we're seen sometimes we are written about, sometimes, you know, songs are made and whatever else, and, and then we depart. Because Burning Man can't last forever, Coachella can't last forever, neither can a flap. I do yeah. love a good flap. Um, I, I have been meaning to get in on one, but I haven't heard what's going on in the underground. I'm not oh, in those oh. circles anymore.
1: Well, I got a great one coming up in six and a half months. I would love to cordially invite you to. Unfortunately, we can't share the location with your guests at this time. No, not. But of off course the air, not. you are absolutely invited, especially for that sauce. This is me paying you back.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, darling. I love it. Um, yes. I, was, I, I also so just
1: I wanted to add something, too, because in yeah. case your audience didn't know, and you were talking about kind of like the influence of you know, high strangeness and locations and how they're doing Coachella and they're kind of emanating the stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Well, it even, even affects TV media, not just like all these UFO uh, threat narratives coming down where aliens are going to take over or Bigfoot, some kind of horrific creature. Nothing like that. Did you ever hear a show called Mr. Belvedere? It yes, was on the I 1980s? Have. Yes. Mr. Belvedere is a crypto-terrestrial. He's just manifesting like a British butler from, you know, uh, from Bristol, England. No, no, no. We all know the other side. Of the joke is on y'all because we know he's a he's a crypto terrestrial.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. Well, that is fascinating. I did not. Allie, did you No, Allie did not know that. Um, Allie didn't know that. No. Well, wow, I thought Allie would know that. No, she didn't. She did not. Uh, she was the one that showed me the show. And uh, it. I thought it was fascinating. And I was like, Are you sure that's a human? And she was like, Absolutely, it's a human. Why wouldn't it be? So, Uh, yes, she was completely. Great show
1: with a great theme song, too. Oh, yes. (laughs) Streets on the China, never met her before. Who kid when you drop kick your jacket? Then you go through the door.
0: No one glass.
1: Sorry, I could do the whole thing, but uh, yeah, no, big no, fans.
0: Fantastic! I'll have to have you on for an acoustic set in a future episode. Oh, I'd episode. love to.
1: <laughs> I, I I'd always dreamed of doing an MTV Unplugged, but they stopped doing that program, unfortunately.
0: Oh, I loved Unplugged, but I loved um, uh, VH1 Behind the Music even more.
1: Oh yeah, that was excellent.
0: Oh yes, my favorite one was actually uh the Weird Al one because there was no oh. dirt on him whatsoever. Ever,
1: so <laughs> yeah yeah he clean as a whistle that guy he, he good people
0: yeah yes uh have not had the pleasure yet uh hopefully i will oh, you'd love
1: him you'd love him you'd love him. he one time bummed me a cigarette when i really needed one.
0: Oh yes oh cigarettes my goodness so you you used to smoke or are you still a smoker
1: i still do unfortunately no i'm just kidding i don't look i bum one every once in a while <laughs> if i've had a couple brewskis but yeah yes. the habitual smoking i had to give it up because it was it started to become hot, harder to fly
0: yeah i i winded yes oh yes the the physical exertion i'm sure was terrible um it was. yeah i used to be a smoker as well um for oh, i was a smoker for about 300 years yeah. and you know even though i'm undead and it doesn't really you know affect me i can't you know die and that sort of thing yeah yeah um, it just made me kind of stinky and yeah you know not really my favorite thing um no not and- a lot of
1: upside to them except i will say when i look back on it and i have not had a cigarette for a long time but mm-hmm. i will say tell you i enjoyed every one i had they yes. were good <laughs> if i'm being totally honest they were great yeah <laughs>
0: I, I feel you and and occasionally I still have to remind myself how much I like to not smoke
1: so yeah, occasionally
0: if I am in, in my cups I, I will say you know what's great not smoking
1: yes yes and we're basically <laughs> just lying to ourselves yeah I'm like yeah smoking so gross I would hate it Yeah, if I knew there was some kind of like a uh, threat to like the world where the world was gonna end the first thing i'd do is go out and buy cigs and just smoke them till i turn blue
0: absolutely no i if i if i got wind that i was about to be staked or something yeah. yes absolutely um and actually i i wonder about humans sometimes um who have smoked before and then they get older and older and older once they yeah. get to that back part of their life like if they're I don't know. How, how old do humans get now? I don't even know. I
1: think like they, I mean, like in America, I don't think they live very long because we have such poor health care and we uh, put too much junk <laughs> in our food. But I think uh, the normal human outside of America lives to, you know, in mid 80s at least.
0: Yeah. So like if you hit like 80 years old and you're in a home and whatnot, why not take up smoking again? If you I'm smoked before. You. You know. I'm with it.
1: Like if I was a human being and I made it to like 77 years old, I'd be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give myself the gift of some Camelites today. <laughs> oh, that's a great thing. And, you know, like, like even I have an expiration date, but, you know, I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put that. I'm going to write it down in my dream journal because I'm absolutely going to start taking up smoking in my final years. <laughs> Thank you. That's a great great thing. You just made me very happy.
0: I mean, if you think about it, in in days of old, when there were, um, you know, executions via, you know, uh, firing squad, they would give someone a cigarette as their last. Were they really? Yes. They would give a person a cigarette and then a blindfold if they wanted one. Didn't you ever see the Tombstone pizza commercial?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, whoa. Now you just ding, 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 ding. Great pizza. Holy moly. Everyone's talking about Fruschetta or DiGiorno. No, give me an old school Tombstone any day, sister.
0: Absolutely. I I do love Tombstone and Totino's pizza. Um, oh, Totino's oh, is great. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look,
1: I'm not going to kick Red Baron out of bed either. <laughs> not the actual man, but the pizza. It's a figure of speech in the Super Spectrum. I'm sorry. I don't if that translates. Do well here. I think
0: it will. I think it will. Um. Yes. No. I do love the French bread, uh, bread bag oh, pizza.
1: Stolfers oh. French bread. Look, that's high-dollar pizza right there. Obviously, it's, you have to be having a pretty good year financially to be able to afford the French bread. But good God, I could write a book about French bread pizza.
0: Absolutely. Actually, in fact, I'm
1: working on one.
0: <laughs>
1: I'd love you to. I'd love you to read read it and see if, you know for grammatical airs and stuff.
0: Yes, I would take a look at it. No problem. As long as I get some sort of credit in editing, that's all.
1: You do. Um, Deal.
0: Awesome. Um, (laughs) Well, I so appreciate you being here, my friend. And this has been such a wonderful conversation. Um, I am so happy um, that you're here. But now we are going to get into some paranormal gossip. Love it. I recently went to a fashion show. After talking to Bar Stowe, the Hopkinsville Goblin, about the renowned fashion designer Oscar, I reached out to see about custom stake proof sleepwear. He was delighted about the concept and invited me to a show he was having in the fourth dimension mansion. I was in awe of the designs Oscar put together, but the shining diamond in the show was the models that were wearing the clothing. They were all Fresno night crawlers. Yes, the elusive and long legged strutters were right there in front of me wearing nightgowns, zoot suits, and furry chaps, even though they already seemed to be wearing furry chaps. Anyway. Uh, So, what's the tea? Well, one of the Fresno nightcrawlers were walking and then spotted Mr. El Chupacabra on his phone, instead of paying attention to the show. The nightcrawler, incensed at this faux pas, donkey kicked the phone while passing by. The phone went flying towards the back of the crowd and Mr. El Chupacabra had to sheepishly retrieve his phone from the lap of a goo monster, which wasn't easy as it was a goo monster. Remember, courtesy goes a long way. You don't always have to be on your phone, especially in the presence of someone wearing furry chaps. What did you think about that? Have you ever been to a fashion show?
1: Never, no. I'd love to go. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is *Preda Porte*. Uh, love the fashion scene. Love to read about it. Sadly, I don't wear clothes, so like I'm not as in the in the know about fashion. But I would love to go to a show and just watch people gallivant and do the things in shiny things, shiny garbs and whatnot.
0: Oh, yes. I mean, and Oscar's uh, top designs are all metallic. Like, that's what the Flatwoods monster wears. And yeah. the goblins all have these silver jumpsuits and everything. Oh, Oscar
1: did the Flatwoods monster? Yes, her get gown. Up? Oh.
0: Yes, yes. She She's gorgeous. Exclusive. Look, contract. I mean, like,
1: I bet it. I mean, like, basically every cryptid had a crush on her growing up
0: mm-hmm yes she's my um uh, my frenemy with benefies um she is amazing and i absolutely love her um and uh but she's also she can be a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> but i suppose i can too um so well excellent um well thank you so much for being on the show tonight um Thank you. Yes. And uh, please come back and 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 see us again, Um, especially if you if you win your pickleball tournament. Um, Oh, yes, we should have. We're
1: underdogs. You can root for us, you know, like. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I I think if you go like if you do uh, the certain quatrain ritual, you can actually watch it through the astral plane.
0: Oh, oh, live. Oh, okay. Yes. I think I have a book on that ritual and yes. Okay. So I will definitely be at the next game then. Um, thank you so much.
1: Yes. And thank you for the sauce. I can't wait to try this on my noodles tonight. It's going to be great.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) Well, that's all for tonight, kitties. And remember, embrace the dark, the strange and unusual. It just may embrace you back. Thank you to Steve Berg for being our guest today. You can find him on socials at Bergmaster5000 and on his podcast, High Strangeness. Please consider becoming a Patreon member of the show. You can be a Baby Bat Sticker Club member where you get stickers every month, or you can be a Tarot Speakeasy member where you can get a tarot reading and tarot cards sent to you every month. Please subscribe on patreon.com slash thevampiretalkshow. This has been an Opus Knox Media production. To find out more, go to opusknoxmedia.com.